You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Ending a relationship and all the emotions that come with it can be incredibly hard for parents. Explaining what's happening to children can be even harder. Shona Innes is a clinical psychologist who's turned her hand to picture books to help children understand some complex and difficult emotions. Hi, Shona. How are you? Very well, thank you. Is it possible to imagine what family separation looks and feels like for small children? I mean, are you able to do that as a psychologist? Tell us what it's like for them. It's 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 obviously very different for every little person that I meet who's going through this process, Siobhan. So, um, and we, we, when I say we, I'm talking about the psychologists of the world who mm. understand child development. We know that children of different ages process the idea differently just because their brains are able to process information a little bit differently. So um, obviously a very young baby will be looking for making sure that all of those kind of smells and attachments and that the basic needs are being met. And as a child develops, things get a little bit more complicated. <laughs> that by the time they're a, they're a teenager, there's lots of innuendo and lots of really powerful emotions that a child can understand. So we need to be mindful of, of where the child is in that developmental trajectory when we're, we're planning what's best for a child. I must admit that I assume most parents who are separating understand how challenging and hard it is for their children is that your experience or do some parents not appreciate how hard it can impact their children it's it's a really complicated time Siobhan as as you've said before Um, most people in Australia are able to to organize a separation amicably but most people in Australia don't need to go to the legal or court process in order to be able to do that. So that's always a, a reassuring um, bit of information to, to keep if we're, if we're worrying about the world and the children in it. Um, when it gets complicated is usually when it does need to have that, that legal or court intervention because that usually indicates that there's something going on between the parents that's that's so nasty <laughs> that they, they can't sit down and, and sort it out just with um, with a mediator or with, or with some extra help to support them. So it can get really, really nasty and usually that's when um, the the parents are really, really concerned about the safety of the children or they're really, really fallen so far out of love with the person they used to love <laughs> that it's turned into the, to the opposite end and it's become um, hate and, and nastiness. So I really feel for the children who are caught up in that process and, and the court process takes a long time. So for a parent who's in that process, it's a long, exhausting, stressful situation to be able to manage that and manage the, you know, to try and keep things smooth for the children involved as well. In your picture book, Love is Like a Tree, you try to explain this kind of situation um, to children. Why the metaphor of a tree? How does that work? Yeah, this was um, a really important one, Siobhan. I was after something that could tell kids and show kids that love isn't necessarily a finite product. <laughs> you can't just go and buy like one bottle of love from the supermarket and when that love runs out then that's the end of love 
I wanted children to know that love is something that that grows um, and can continue to get stronger um, and it can change shape, but it's not something that necessarily runs out. And also to help them understand that that there are kind of some there are different types of love as well. Um, I did have a young person once who was getting in trouble for just being a little bit too cuddly with the other kids at school because he didn't quite understand that that when they said that they loved him, it wasn't kind of in a hands-on sort of way. That <laughs> they they loved him kind of in the way they might love chocolate cake, not necessarily <laughs> meaning that they wanted to to cuddle and touch him a lot. So you know, love can have lots of different meanings, and so I wanted it to yeah, I wanted the metaphor to represent. Um, something that uh, could keep growing, could keep being strong, so that children you know, don't worry that it's actually going to run out one day. Beyond reading children a book like this, what are the most important things that parents can remember when they're separating for their partner, when it comes to their children and how their kids are going? It's really super important that they remember that the children will still be connected to, to the other parent. And it's really important that they realise that if they're kind of dissing or downing or talking badly about the other parent where the child can hear, that that's very much the equivalent of, of giving the child a slap in the face themselves, that it's really hard for children to hear bad things about either parent. And to hear that from you know, one of the parents they trust or to hear that from extended family members uh, is really hard work for a child and really needs to be avoided at all costs. So it's important that the parents who are going through separation make sure that they're looking after themselves, that they have outlets to, to do all that stuff that don't include the children, that they've got adult places that can have adult conversations that are separate from the conversations or out of, out of ear, ear or listening area where the, where the children might be. I was actually going to ask you that. I mean, um, obviously for those things to come up in front of kids, a parent's possibly not in a good place themselves. As you mentioned, it's a very complex and challenging situation for anyone who's separating when they've got children. Apart from seeing someone to speak to, is there are there any other things that you could suggest that might help a parent manage their own mental health and stress levels when they're going through a separation? I think the idea that... Um that children will develop their own relationship with each parent over time. So the idea that that things may improve with with time is always a a useful one to to think about. I like to think about the idea that children will develop their own opinion about parents, whether they're living with both parents or the parents are living separately, that kids will develop their own opinions about um, whether their parents are good guys or, or not good guys or whether they're um, you know, really good at some things and not so good at other things, that the children won't necessarily be all stuck on what's happening at this point in time um, as much as the, as the parents might be caught up in, in this point in time at, at that moment. And that, of course, is assuming that, that everyone is, is safe, is, is physically safe and that there's no violence in the scenario. Shona, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Siobhan, for, um, for talking about a topic that can be really heavy. Kids do need to have the space to be able to talk about these things if they need them. That's Jonah Innes. She's a clinical psychologist and author of Love is Like a Tree. We have more interviews from Shona on our website. Just search for Shona, that's S-H-O-N-A, on the babyology.com.au website. And you can also have a look in the notes of this episode. We'll pop a link to where you can buy the book.
birthday parties can be challenging enough without worrying about children with allergic reactions. But the reality for many kids and their parents is that parties can be dangerous places. It may just be that that child has got a few hives, they have some antihistamine, and the mum's actually not worried about it. But you just need to have that conversation. I think that's the most important thing. That's allergy specialist Heidi Young from The Nest. She's talking about how to manage a party so that you're safely including kids with allergies. That's on the next episode of Feed, Play, Love. This podcast is produced by Debbie Ning, and I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. Hold up. 